and welcome to another episode of Cathode Ray Mission. It's a uh, podcast where we're reviewing all sorts of shit that's available on streaming platforms while we're still approaching, hopefully, the end of lockdown. Uh, I am Will Scoville in Berkeley, California. With me, as always, is my co-host in Oklahoma City, Randy Heyer. Hey, Randy. Hey, Will. How's it going? I'm all right, man. I'm, I'm a little bit better now that I've gotten through um, an illness I'm going to call Doolittle-itis. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, shit is like the operative word today, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, the movie that we're reviewing this week is Doolittle from 2020, starring uh, Robert Downey Jr. and a whole host of celebrities voicing CGI animals. It's Dr. Doolittle. Uh, he's and back. Michael Sheen, too. Yeah, like, he's he's back. Fucking... Um, you know, Eddie Murphy has retired from, from Doolittle. We got him coming back to America. Uh, and while he's busy doing that, RDJ is also done playing Iron Man. And he's looking for something else to do. And here comes along, uh, Randy, you apparently said this is a passion project of his. I think it, I might be wrong about that because I know forever he's been trying to do Pinocchio where he plays Geppetto. And I think that that is maybe going to happen too. They just I'm made thinking, another Pinocchio movie uh, like a year, year and a half ago. And get this, you know who plays Geppetto in that movie? No, I know about this. You know about Benini. this? Benini yeah. is back in Pinocchio, but he's Geppetto so this time. Pinocchios where he plays both roles. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the famously, though, his. His movie where like what is the deal with like these people that like they like have huge success and it's like okay finally I can do the thing I've always wanted to do and it's Pinocchio you know like, I don't know like Pinocchio I I love Pinocchio I love that story and I love the Disney version um, mm -hmm. I think that it's a movie I was like attached to as a kid but I think it is also a beautiful movie uh, with some problematic scenes um, but. Uh, I also, there's a Disney museum in San Francisco and they had a whole Pinocchio ex exhibit on the like, uh, on the, like, the, there's like concept art and shit and the whole like production of that movie. And it was That's incredible. Cool. There was a painting I saw of Geppetto, uh, carrying Pinocchio out of the sea. That was just fucking heartbreaking. Wow. It was like the most emotional thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was incredible. Um, but that said, that movie is kind of like lightning in a bottle. It, and we've had like a whole host of those movies ever since. I don't know. It's just like those passion projects. Uh, I still want to see on the legend of Orin episode, you brought up like a, a dark, some, someone like tried to make a sequel to Pinocchio or something in the eighties. Oh Yeah. And it's not Disney, but it's like, it is kind of meant to be a sequel to the Disney Pinocchio. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the fil filmation did the uh, Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night, uh, which I've, I think I found and started watching. And it's like, you know, it's filmation who did the He-Man movie or the TV show. Um, and it's got a little bit higher. It feels like a real Ghostbusters episode. Yeah. Um, like an hour and a half long. I loved that show too. That one is like the animation style on that. That one is a, like a little higher tier, but it's still Saturday morning cartoon. Mm. Um, and it's not like a big full fledged, like Don Bluth style mm. animated movie. Oh yeah. And so it's a little bit, yeah. Um, anyway, 
But anyway, I believe, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure this was like RDJ just putting his chips on the table and being like, now that I, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I think. I wanted to play. Because this is a remake of the Rex Harrison one. Yes. I, I mean. Well, no, it's yeah. a sequel to the Rex Harrison one. Sequel reboot, which is something I'm kind of interested in right now, is the sequel reboot. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like another, I don't know. I've never seen that one. I've never seen that old one, which really? was a, mu- it, it, it was a musical. Um, and I know one of the songs from it, but like, I've never seen I it. I want to walk with the animals, yeah. talk with the animal. Yeah. I loved it as a kid. I was shocked to learn that it's the original one is two and a half hours long, which really Ugh. was like, damn. He's well, a big sna- a snail in that one. I kind of expected some of them to repeat beats and stuff. I didn't know that this was him. RDJ is literally po- like carrying on the role from Rex Harrison in this movie. Is that what yeah, you're Yeah, I think so. It's like it's <laughs> later on, and he's already learned how to talk to the animals. And it's like, I don't know. Again, I've never seen that one, that, that original one, so I don't know if it's like, I don't know, because there's this whole plot about him being chased by this dude, and he's trying to save the queen, and he's got this dead wife, and he's like a hermit. And I don't know, is oh that part of the God. is that part of the one that you saw as a kid? Is that I don't any? remember anything. No, I to be fair, I don't remember anything about it except that it was just like a delightful movie. Yeah, you know, as a kid. Anyway. Let's yeah. get into it. We've yeah. Let's let's kind of get into the the wiki roundup. So this is um, also referred to as the Voyage of Doctor Doolittle. Came out in twenty twenty. Uh, directed by Stephen uh, Gann. From a st- uh, screenplay by him, Dan Greger, and Doug Mand, and based on based on a story by Thomas Shepard. It's a remake of the original twentieth century Fox series nineteen sixty seven. Uh, Dr. Doolittle film and its reboot, Eddie Murphy counterparts. Okay. Uh, Based on the original shit uh, and based on the second Dr. Doolittle book in the series, The Voyages of Dr. Doolittle, which came out in 1922. Okay. So this is kind of a return to Oz situation. Yes. Yeah. I don't, don't, that's where the comparison's in because return to Oz is like cool. And this, yeah. This was, this is, I hope this is the worst movie that we do on this podcast, honestly. Yeah, I hope so, man. I mean, because, like, some stuff is, like, boring, but it's not bad. You know, it's just like, eh, it didn't really do anything. Yeah. This is just, like, this was hard to get through. Um, <laughs> it truly was. And so, okay, so um, this came out uh, pre-pandemic 2020. So it came out in... Uh, January, which is the notoriously kind of the offloading month uh, after the holiday rush, you know, the, the rush to Oscars. And they're just like, we got all these bad movies. Nobody goes to the movies in January. So we're going to make as much money as we can off of these, but not take away from anything that will actually make money. So put them in January. And that's exactly where this went. And it's what you can expect from a January picture. Um, and so, yeah, that, I mean, the cast on this thing, you got like a prestige movie though, in a way it is, it is, you got, uh, RDJ of course in the lead, but you have like, uh, Antonio Banderas, Michael, uh, Michael Sheen, 
Uh, and Broadbent. Yeah. And so voices, you've got like Emma Thompson. And this is like kind of the trend of the celebrity stunt voice acting where previously you would give a a job like this to a voice actor who is doing a character, right? Uh, kind of like what we saw in Babe. Uh, but in this one, it's like, okay, you got celebrities coming into a booth. Uh, so it's like Emma Thompson, Rami Malik, John Cena, Kamel Nanjiani. Um, the only one I recognized was Jason Manzukis. Jason Manzukis, yeah. And then we also have like Tom Who Holland. said, my bad. Yeah. I, it took me about 45 minutes to realize that the movie was set in the past, too. Yes. <laughs> like, um, at the beginning, I was like, I did not realize that it was like set in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this uh, you know, further on down the wiki, it says it had to go through 21 days of reshoots following poor test screening. So um, a lot of times... <laughs> Not so much anymore, I think, these days, but a lot of times a standard movie takes about a month to shoot, a month of production uh, before it goes into editing and stuff, and it could stay there for about a year or so. But 21 days of, of reshoots means like an entire reshoot of this movie almost. Um, and you can really tell, uh, and, and, you know, I got a big list of shit that I had about this. Um, there's a lot of VO in this movie. Uh, and Emma Thompson is the voice of this parrot who is really telling you a lot about what is happening and what is going on as it's happening. Um, and there's a scene in particular where it's like in the middle of the movie, they go to some Island, right? And there's some like big heist and, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. A doodle is in like a disguise, like a chicken costume. Uh, you remember this? I do, I actually I checked out so <coughs> hardcore in the middle of the movie. Is this where he meets Antonio Banderas? Yeah, this is around there. This is where he's in his kingdom. Okay. Um, right. And it's just like he's in a chicken costume, and it's like you, you need a disguise. And it's just like this parrot narrating what has happened so far, and you can tell that this is part of a big sequence that they shot. They just had to cut it. And what you have instead are sassy animal, animals saying like, oh, my bad. And, uh, Dude, that was something that I took a note on, too. I was like, the, the Jason Manzoukas, I think, says, my bad. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? This is, this is about where Jason Manzoukas kind of shows up, I think. Unless I just wasn't paying attention. Because it was just like he ruined. Uh, he was horrible in the movie. I mean, yeah. I love him. But yeah, he's terrible. I mean, he made it a terrible kids movie. Well, you know, that kind of bullshit in the movie. I hate that shit, dude. It it almost feels like that. That was like ah, we need a. Uh, this is awful. Why don't we just stick a bunch of like, hey, my bad. Oh, you know, hey, Angry Bird. Uh, you know, shit the kids like. It felt like like uh, the trailer for the Emoji Movie or something. Yeah. But, um, but another thing about this is like, again, the celebrity casting, I don't really understand what they offered to this movie beyond putting their names on it. And it's like that Yogi Bear movie. Uh, Yogi is voiced, Yogi is voiced by Dan Aykroyd and Boo Boo is voiced by Justin Timberlake. Um, for no reason, like it really, it's like it, it, 
it does nothing. It does nothing but puts their name on a poster. Um, and you watch that movie and it's like, they don't, they don't make any reference to it. It's Justin Timberlake trying to be a voice actor and he's not, you're not hiring Justin Timberlake to be a voice actor. Yeah. You're, hi- you're hiring it's him. like hire fucking Billy West yeah. to do that shit. You're hiring him to be, and you know, whatever you can do whatever you want with Justin Timberlake. I don't care, but it's just like, that's not what you're, no. you're not hiring for boo boo, you know? I completely understand what you're saying, man. I mean, it's just like, I immediately, I thought back to, I mean, I guess Pixar sort of has always kind of put like celebrities in, but they, I guess they pick people with purpose and stuff. And I'm just like, I always remember Dave Foley was the main character in Bugs Life. And that was just such, per, that was like perfect, yeah. in my opinion. But like, they picked him with like, a reason, you know, yeah, and stuff. To well, it, man, and like I don't know, you know what I mean. I think Pixar, yeah, because like uh, Pat Oswald was was what's his name in Ratatouille, yeah, and that was a thing where it's almost like we're kind of writing the character the the character for this actor that's really carrying, and he's he's not just yeah. a guy saying like like one liners, right? He's actually the main character of the movie. Um. But like Yogi and Boo Boo are just like saying picnic basket and say, you know, remember that show? Remember that? Um, and I this didn't even know that they made a movie though. Yeah, it was. So that's kind of what we're getting um, in this movie on top of a bunch of other shit. So right off the bat, something that they did and I thought was great. And I when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, this movie might actually be better than I give it credit for. <laughs> is this very short animated sequence uh, that is beautiful um, that is just giving some background info on where we are and yeah. kind of like very brief backstory. And it is really just like less than five minutes. It is nothing. Uh, it looks great. And if they had made the entire movie like that, this would have been um, a little bit more watchable, I think. Um, but it doesn't last very long and we're suddenly like in the real world. Uh, and then we meet up with, with, uh, Robert Downey Jr. And I want to mention his accent. Um, it is another case of Robert Downey Jr. doing an accent. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk about that for a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He, him and, uh, Johnny Depp, love to do crazy stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think of like Chaplin uh, and I think of Natural Born Killers where he's got the Australian accent. Um, and that's what it feels like to me. Uh, well, okay. Now, Wayne Gale, I'm going to go to... This is one of the reasons why I like I hate him, you know? Because like I think, I think Wayne Gale... The tabloid reporter from uh, Natural Born Killers, that that's like one of the all time best comedic performances mm-hmm. ever in a movie. I mean, I just think it's so unhinged and awesome, and his Aussie accent is so crazy and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he he just looks crazy and stuff. I mean, it's that to me. That's why I'm mad. I I he sucks to me because. He and Johnny Depp are the same in both regards because they're both like 
incredibly interesting actors that did really cool stuff in the 80s and 90s, especially the 90s. They really kind of hit a peak of like doing interesting characters, like sort of writing the line between lead and character Mm -hmm. actors, which I think Brad Pitt ultimately is the successful one of the Yeah, most definitely. But um, they've basically both since the year 2000 signed their everything over to just making um, franchise movies and stuff, you know, yeah. for better or worse, mostly for worse, in my opinion. I mean, like with, with Johnny Depp, he really, I don't know. I think what started that was probably the pirates movies. Right. I mean, cause like, yeah, that first one was such a huge hit in and America got pirate fever, but really it was only one good movie and they ended up making th- three more that were just like, ugh. yeah, it's just kind of like nobody really wanted them anymore. One yeah. was enough. Um, well, I don't know. I think people did. I think only the last one is the one that was like finally diminishing returns. And really? Stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the other ones were big successes. I'm sure they were. I mean, like the Transformers movies do their thing. Um, but he was like, nominated for an Academy Award for the first one. Really? Yeah, for Jack Sparrow. Oh. He didn't win, but he was nominated. Unless oh. I'm smoking dust. I'm pretty sure that that's accurate. I'll, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me, though. I mean, he was so, like, that character was so popular. And every asshole, like, like oh, uh, uh, yeah, of, of course they're dressing up as him for Halloween. Of course they're acting like a bigger asshole than they already are. Um, on Halloween and using that. As I can't even tell you anything about that shit. It's just like, he's like, he's sort of lascivious. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't know, dude. I know I saw pirates like twice in theaters. Cause my <laughs> girlfriend, I like, I, 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 I saw the first time just cause, but the second time it's like my girlfriend and her friend were just like super into it. And I saw it again. You yeah. Know? Like I couldn't tell you anything about it though. Yeah, no, I, I I enjoyed it when I first saw it. Uh, there's a, there, I think mostly it's like the fight scenes I liked. Um, yeah, and that was about it. But like, meanwhile, I watched Nick of Time with my dad once, like <clears throat> on TV, and I can I can tell you a lot about that movie. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So, well, uh, it's a good movie, but it's different at least. The other thing with like RDJ is like, what was he doing before Iron Man? Like, what was his like well, he, he had Sherlock. Was that before or after Iron Man, though? That's after. And yeah. I do, I, I'm definitely way more into the Sherlock movies than I am the Iron Man movies. Yeah. And only, actually, really, only the first one. But I do, I kind of have uh, a big soft spot for Guy Ritchie. It's, do you? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I'm very excited to also to know, and I'll tell you right now, that if you look on his IMDb, he has a movie that's done and a movie that's filming, both starring Jason Statham. Oh, really? Which is oh, like, fuck that, dude. To I me, have, I haven't seen the last. But okay, huh? did you see Aladdin though? I didn't see Aladdin. Okay, no. I we should maybe do that. I am famously I'd be not interested. I am not a fan of Disney. That era of Disney of Disney animation. Oh. Um, Oh wait, the '92 Aladdin or the yeah, one yeah. from like four years ago? No, the the '92 one. I'm just kind of okay. like it's it didn't do anything for me when it came out, and I'm just not whatever. 
So Man, you must just be a little too old for it then, because I no I like, no because like everyone around me enjoyed like that Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. I just didn't. Yeah, you probably only would have been like twelve, right, when it came out. Yeah, I mean it was 92. like Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of like, eh. but uh, I fell off Disney with like Pocahontas was the first one. I was like, eh, maybe I don't like Disney. I don't, I don't think I've even seen that one, honestly. Yeah, like, fair enough. But I don't know. I'm I'm going through all the Marvel stuff right now, um, and like the three Iron Man movies, I were like, I didn't really care about those this time around. I was just kind of like, okay, I like the char- character of Iron Man. I like. RDJ as that, um, and he was kind of memed into that character, into that role, yeah. and it ended up just like working out. Um, mm. He's he's great as like in an ensemble as that character, but man, those like first three are just kind of like uh, um, when compared to like some of the other ones in that franchise. Um, so I don't know, like maybe it's it is that thing of, and again, the thing with uh, him in Natural Born Killers, maybe it's him as a lead that is not is what's not working yeah and carrying a he's movie. a better character actor in yeah my opinion. and maybe that's why sherlock holmes for me work because it's just it is pure character shit but he's at the center of it and it's just all about a quirky guy and he's there with and like I, jude law to kind of like oh and act as a I center mean, sign me up baby yeah. like i i'm a lifelong law fan <laughs> for sure ever since gattaca you know oh yeah gattaca ai the man has taste and talent. Yep. Does good work. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I like I just love the guy richiness of it all and stuff. And yeah. And it, he's fun. And I I just like the first movie. It has the action is a breath of fresh air, like in today's like, especially compared to Marvel and stuff like that. It's very he does a very uh Richie does just a very good job of making everything very clear. Yeah. And you know, and Man from Uncle, another movie he did around that time, not with RDJ, also has good action in it too. Cool. Anyway, I'm getting way off base. We were no, talking no, no. about accents, RDJ and accents. Sherlock Holmes is an accent for sure. Yeah, and or dialect and, rather, but yeah. And this one he went Welsh, and it's just like, um, is that what he was doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's too old. Is it, this movie's for kids, and it's about a man who's, like, talking about his dead wife and stuff. And yeah, that's... People, people that's, get killed and shit. It sucks. I had a... I, I had a... Yeah, that, that's another thing. That, like, a few people, like, that dude at the very end gets, like, roasted by that dragon, and they don't show it on the camera, but, like... Michael Sheen just falls down a pit and dies. Yeah. Yes, right? He doesn't come back, so... Uh, that's the mudflap guy, right? The... Or is that someone else? Michael Sheen is the... He's a contemporary that's trying to, like, steal his shit or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. He's in... No, that's a post-credit scene. He's he's alive out there. What? A post-credit scene? Yeah. What happens to him? He's just alive down there. That's it? Yeah. Um, So, okay, I I wrote some notes down. Another thing is that uh, we have a bear, a polar bear in this movie, who's always cold, and so he wears a hat. Um, the same ben doctor's, one, hat. Ben doctor's that's, hat. That's why I was like, this movie is set in modern time. <laughs> the hat, like, it took um, me a while. That that bear is voiced by John Cena, wrestler for the WWE, uh, who I actually like outside of a wrestling context, but I think he's a bad um, 
he got pushed a little too hard than he deserved, and he was better kind of as a supporting guy. Anyway, uh, but yeah, when, when, you, I, when, when you first hear this bear, um, it's uh, Chewbacca, uh, because, you know, that's the sound effect they used uh, for Chewbacca is, is a bear growling, but it, it is straight up like Chewbacca. I wrote that down. Uh, let's see. We talked about stunt casting. Um and uh, how they just cut a lot of stuff with, like, that missing VO. Uh, but uh, we also, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, talking animal movies, um, we've already done one, which was Babe Pig in the City. Uh, and I, that was th- I was thinking about that a lot while we were watching this. I was like, wow, from one perfect talking animal movie to the worst talking animal movie possible. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of this has to do with, like, this went heavy on the sassy animal uh, yes. route. It was like... Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, you can do a little bit cute, uh, which I think they did in in Babe, but this one is like, okay, well, we're not... Nobody's liking this, just so have the animals say shit, and then we'll, we'll put that in the movie. And that's kind of all they did with this one. Mm. Um, and it felt uh, there was like fart jokes in it. There was like uh, there was a big fucking dragon fart. A dragon farted in Robert Downey Jr.'s face in this movie. Shit sucks, man. Uh, and it was like a big gag, and it was supposed to be hilarious, but it was like what a bagpipe was stuck in his asshole. And and they pulled it out. <laughs> this was this was after they watched this fucking dragon roast a dude, kill him. Oh yeah. Uh, and then now they're all like fart jokes and shit. Uh, <laughs> and it felt okay. So this has this had cat in a hat vibes to me. And yeah. it really just if like I kind of yeah. saw a, a parallel between RDJ and Mike Myers. I would uh, honestly rather watch Cat in the Hat than this movie. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Cat in the Hat is fucking terrible. We didn't do that on this podcast, right? I've never seen that movie. No. Like, okay. We did that for bad movie night then. And it's like, it is punishingly bad. Yeah. But this was also, this wasn't even, this was like not fun to me in how punishing it was. No, it was like a struggle, man. It was like, and it's uh, what, like an hour and a half. It's a little over an hour. It was surprisingly short. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it like just it felt like a 41 minutes, I think. It felt like a three hour movie. Um, but uh, yeah, so it did have just kind of like that very lost. It really, it had kind of a skeleton of a structure, but it like, I just didn't care. And I kept get forgetting of what it was about. Like, what are they doing again? Oh yeah. They're getting like a mushroom or like a tree. They're finding a tree so they could save the queen. It's like... Um, and then there's this gorilla in there who is voiced by Dr. Robot, Mr. Robot. Uh, what? Christian Slater was in this? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Rami Malik, right? Oh, is he Mr. I thought Christian Slater was Mr. Robot. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that. I've anyway. only seen one episode of that show. Um, He's this gorilla. One of our mutual friends claims that that's like the greatest show of all time. It might be. I've never The first really... season at least. Sat down to watch it. Uh, but no, he's this gorilla who's got, who's like Linus and he's got a security blanket. Um, 
<sighs> he really annoyed me. Uh, there's this oh, thing. dude, every animal was super annoying. There's and they look terrible. Yeah, it's like it, no real animals in the movie. It, it is. The like, it should like, be like there should be a disclaimer. It's like this movie features no real animals. And the other thing about like the talking animal movie, it's like the the Lion King remake. Um, I'm wild horses. You couldn't you couldn't drag me to that. No, and again, I'll it's never. it's part of that era where I didn't enjoy Disney animated movies, so I'm like I have no attachment to the old one. And I'm like, you're telling me I, I, well, there's a remake of it? They're, they've remade yeah. it? And I'm like, no. Uh, the, whole, the Guy Ritchie and the Will Smith of it all, of Aladdin, would maybe entice me to get to watch that movie. But Lion King, nah, forget about it. I'm not yeah. going to watch that. I mean, that's another one where it's just like realistic talking animals that are just, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a cartoon, man. Uh, and so... Yeah, this is really just a list of things that annoyed me. Um, the tiger, the tiger, which was uh, Ray Fiennes, right? Um, and it's a scene where he's being all mean, and then he's like, he has a watch or something, and he has a little, reflects the light on the ground and plays with him a little bit. Um, and, uh, okay, so I just want to be clear that in a phrase that, uh, Chalky said on an episode, this is a movie made for babies. Uh, and I understand that, but I don't think babies would enjoy this. Like, yeah. Was that uh, real steel when he said that? Yeah. Yeah. Which I understand. Gave me that. Real steel. Vibe. I was joking earlier before we were recording about how this is in the Will Scoville box set of blind <laughs> pick of a kid's movie. That is horrible. That we yeah. have to watch John Carter. This and real steel. Yeah. Um, it is definitely in that. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the worst one, I would say. Yeah. Sure. Um, that's really all I got. I mean, that's what the note, the notes I took as I watched this a second time, just like trying to swallow this again. That's crazy that you had to watch it twice. My experience with this was I started it last night and that getting weird buffering issues and I was like what the fuck and it was like late anyway so I fell asleep I think I got up to play or something but I fell asleep immediately and then so today this morning I woke up and I was like okay I have to watch two movies because we'll peek behind the curtain we're recording two episodes today and uh, I saved the movie I knew I like <laughs> for afterwards but like I couldn't get the the internet was like not working. I kept starting this movie, watching about ten minutes, and then it would like give me like progress wheel. Uh. And so I like I was like maybe Cox is like like my my speed is slowing down or something. I don't know if that's like even a thing that can happen. But I have mm -hmm. I had to pay my bill. I hadn't paid my bill yet, and so I went and paid the outstanding fee and the fee that's not even due for like three weeks I was like you know and it still didn't work I ended up calling Cox and having them just do the automatic reset yeah that got that got it going but I'm talking like all of that from me waking up to starting this movie to finishing it it took me four hours to like to what and I watched it piecemeal and in between I was like why is the internet not working you know <laughs> No, I, I kept... So I, it made it way worse than just sitting down and watching it in a, a one shot, like in yeah. a movie theater, but... 
I Man, this movie was bad. Yeah, I had to keep like getting up and just like, oh my god, and just like I got forty minutes left of this shit, and um, so it took me a while, and and again I watched it twice because I really did not pay attention to it the first time. Uh, I I ended up getting on my phone and. You know, I did too, man. Full like, disclosure to the listener and to you, like, yeah, the middle of this movie, like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know, I don't even know what, why they were going on their quest. Like, I know somebody's like the queen is sick or some shit. Yeah, they have to go go get something. That's it. Like, that's it. And I then, mean, I know it's pure. I knew it was pure, just like MacGuffin, like yeah. bullshit. It was just like. The whole point is that he has to go make peace with the fact that his wife is dead or whatever. Yeah, and well, and then there's this other thing about there's a there's a kid who's going to be his apprentice, and then and that's that I hated that too, dude. The second I saw that kid, I'm like, is it not enough that the man can speak to animals? It's like <laughs> we need to have this story related to us through the eyes of a 15 year old boy. Yeah. And have a little romance going for him as well. Like, what the fuck, you know? It's like, yeah. just make the movie be about a man who wakes up and is like, wait a minute, I can talk, to, I can understand what birds are saying. Yeah. And then all animals. And then he becomes an animal. Like, <laughs> just take the, I, like, the, you were saying that this is based on the second book, you know? It's like, who's that for? Like, all those yeah, die yeah. hard Doolittle fans. Well, uh, it, it it is like we brought up John Carter. It's kind of like that same thing where <laughs> yeah, they, exactly they, like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like there is there are parts of John Carter that you look at that and you're like, okay, if they did this a little bit differently, I mean, maybe they dropped the Confederate shit. Um, they they could have made something out of this. It was thirty like, minute intro and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, they, they could have made something out of this. It was like kind of cool. And but this was like before they had Star Wars and all that shit. Uh, before they had Marvel and they were really trying. And you're like, okay, this is where they were trying to go anyway. After like pirates, um, and yeah. they and it was just like Star Wars and Marvel. They got that, and okay, that's where we're gonna go now. But yeah, yeah. But this man, it's like I don't want to see another one of these i don't want to see rdj doing this again um, oh my god no and it, you won't i mean this yeah such a astounding failure on all fronts like everybody hates it it's rightfully ridiculed and bad yeah i'm sure i was watching it then i was like thinking like well i don't know i i don't know maybe if i was just young enough it'd be like hook or something where you're like Wait, people don't like this? Like, you don't realize that something is, like, people hate something? Or toys, for instance. You yeah. Know? Because you're, like, young enough that, like, it's a movie and you like it, you know? Like, but. Hook, Hook is one of those where it came out, like, when I was at the very edge of, like, this is a movie made for people like me. And so by the time it came out on video, like, a year later or whatever, I was, like, done. I'm, like, I can't do this. So I was, I was like kind of into it when I, when I first saw it. And then I was like, every time after that, it was like, uh, uh, and it was yeah. like a summer where my brother played it every day. And, um, when I was like 12 or 13 or something, I was like, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, me and Sam are the same age. So like, yeah, that, that lines up. I mean, it's just a bunch of sword fighting. It's got my favorite Robin Williams, but also, I mean, I loved it, dude. I mean, yeah, I, no, I, I, I get absolutely it. love Took. I understand there's a whole generation of people who like that's their shit. 
Yeah, Bob um, Hoskins from yeah. who at the time who framed Roger Rabbit and then later Super Mario Brothers and yeah. Mermaids was a movie that I liked a lot as a kid. I saw yeah. it on TV or something. Yeah. Um, well, cool. I think we've talked enough about this fucking movie, and I think I, I've got nothing but just hate to say yeah. about it. I also want to say before we get to the roundup that this is what's his name, the writer and director, uh, Stephen Gann. Yeah, he won best screenplay for Traffic. Yeah, he also wrote Siriana, and like, what the f- what's going on? What the f- what the hell? No idea. Anyway, uh, let's take a break and come back for the big roundup. Let's do it. And we're back and uh, with the big roundup for Doolittle. Uh, and Randy, on a one to five star scale, what would you give Doolittle? I'm going to give it zero stars, Will. I hated it. It was a terrible movie. I got nothing to recommend about it. I Okay, zero stars. Uh, I'm going to give it one star. I enjoyed that animation sequence at the very beginning, and I thought uh, that was very well done, and it looked great. Um, And I want more stuff that looks a bit like that in the future. Um, So one star for that. Everything about this movie is is awful. It's absolutely awful. Um, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, I mean, it just it was a piece of trash. Yeah, and I I try to give a lot of shit the benefit of the doubt, man. You know, and just say try to look at it a certain way. Um, you know, even Real Steel had its merits. And at some points, but Dude, man, Real Steel, I would I would gladly watch Real Steel. Over this, <laughs> yeah. This, it, yeah. I had to choose. Absolutely. Yeah. It's Real Steel is probably the best movie in the Will Scoville box set, in <laughs> yeah. my opinion. No, I yeah. That, I did not like John Carter either. John Carter, yeah. The John Carter, person. I will not, probably not watch again. I will not watch any of these movies again. This one is like, <laughs> I will not even watch this of like, hey, let's watch a bad movie for a party. No. Um, no. You would not even that's, that, what it, that's why it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you got any recommend? I know we mentioned a lot of movies in this episode, but like, you got any recommendations I mean, for this one? Any day movie. I think it's like this. These kinds of movies with the quipping and stuff, and all the pop culture references and shit. I once saw a movie called Robots with my mom in theaters. Yeah. I just like I was thinking. This like will be fun to like maybe on the slide I'll go a little high or something and just like it'd be fun to watch this CG thing or whatever. And we watched this movie and it was like it's got like Ewan McGregor in it and Robin Williams. And it was the first time I was just like, Man, I hate kids' movies. I hate stuff that's marketed to kids. I feel like kids deserve better than this. Yeah. But I also feel like probably a lot of kids like this stuff, and this probably feeds extremely obnoxious behavior, you know? And, like, kids are already extremely irritating and obnoxious anyway, you know? And, like, so this to me just seems like... I feel like if I, if I had a kid or if I was a parent, I would be extremely... 
I would rather have a day job than be a Pokemon master. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time. The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts. Hey everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would-you-rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like what kind of ridiculous are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay, all from our very real hot tub. Oh yeah, 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 very real. Uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> selective about the kids movies that they were allowed to watch yeah. i feel like it would be less bad to let a kid watch friday the 13th than this movie like you would be less irritated with the results or something not that you should you know what i mean but this mm-hmm. is just like it's mindless it teaches you it has no like good lessons or anything like a sesame street or something like that or i don't know that's a terrible example but like <laughs> i just think like and not because I like Wes Anderson, but like I think Fantastic Mr. Fox is a really great kids movie. Yeah. That it kind of makes me wish I had a kid that I could show. Like that's the kind of movie where it's like, oh, I wish, you know, that I was the uncle of somebody or something so I could like introduce a child to this movie. Yeah. Because like or even like going back to like say Willie like the Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is an excellent movie in my opinion like, and i like it as an adult it's yeah. dark but it's it's dark it's like kid dark you know yeah. the never any story is another movie that as a kid just blew my mind and i still like it we mentioned return to oz is another one that's like a cool movie i don't know this is just this is bad for brains yeah, I, yeah. I don't think people should watch this movie no you know um anyway I'll say one one recommendation that I have. If you want kind of the same energy, um, loud and kind of obnoxious, but in the end, you know, somewhat entertaining, uh, the Lego movie. Yeah. yeah. I like that movie. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was like, it's the, I think the Russos did that. Um, they did the last, they did have done a few of the Marvel movies that I've enjoyed. And they did that. I think they did that Spider-Verse, the animated Spider-Man movie that came out a few years ago. That I also really enjoyed. I don't know. I thought it was Lord and wasn't it Lord and Miller? That that's who it is. Okay, movie? yeah, that's Lord and Miller. But not, it's another team. Yeah, like yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. From Solo. Yeah, uh, you're right yeah. about that. Um, but no, yeah. So they did the Lego movie and they did the 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 Spider Man one, and um, mm-hmm. both of those are good. I think. Um, and yeah, the Spider Man movie was good too. Agreed. The, uh, the 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 Lego movie has those like quippy things because you're it's they're all being made by the the licensed IP characters like the Ninja Turtles and Batman and all this shit. But it's like there's enough of a story in there to kind of drive it, and that it doesn't rely on that completely. You get it, and it's it, not dumb as hell too. Yeah, like it, the jokes are like good. You know, yeah. I mean, you like Willy Wonka's full of jokes that are good for kids and yeah. adults. I am now telling the machine exactly what it can do with its calculation or whatever. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, I mean, like, 
That's that's one of my favorite lines, Randy. <laughs> like, yeah, me too. I, I know I fucked it up, but you know, I, no, I, I know I the essence I, of it. Yeah. I appreciate that you brought that one up because that is my favorite line out of that whole movie. Me so. too. I mean, that made me like cry laughing. <laughs> that's so Simpsons like. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I think we should wrap it up. Uh, Randy, got anything going on? Anything new? Anything fun? Uh, no. Check cool. out Chat Pile. I hope everyone's getting their vaccination or everyone's got signed up in their state or whatever. I don't know. Every I know it's a total crapshoot. Yeah. In terms of I live in Oklahoma and things are a lot different than where you live, right? Mm. In California. Visa, I mean, just because population, distribution, et cetera. You live in Berkeley. I yeah. live in Oklahoma City. It's a it was a big city, but it's a it's different than living out in the Bay Area and stuff. But yeah, I know that you all are, are getting done. I'm still kind of on the bo- very bottom and I'm letting people go ahead of me because I, yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm fine to stay at home and be safe and all that while other people who need to be out can go get it. Like I'd rather yeah. they, if they're, if they got to be out, they should get it. I'm just going to be at home. So, uh, absolutely. But, no, I hope I, I am going to be as soon as I can do so safely. I'll be coming back out to OKC for a bit, uh, hopefully this year. And we could do a little. love to have you, man. It'd be one-on-one. awesome to do this live for the Hell first yeah. time ever. Not live, but you know what I mean? Like face-to-face, yeah. Yeah, face-to-face, yeah, yeah. I haven't done a face-to-face podcast in, in over a year now. And it's like I used to do them, you know, a few times a month. and. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's I miss it. Uh, it's it's kind of like Sunday brunch. It's y'all get together, you record a show. Yeah, it's nice. Anyway, uh, same shit for me. You know, all the podcasts I do, Subdoc, uh, Nerd Rage, the Great Debates, and a little one called Cathode Ray Mission. Uh, and then every two weeks we do talkies, which you can catch on Twitch or uh, get a free ticket to the Zoom and. Uh, join the audience. It's always a fun time. We've had some pretty cool folks in the last few months. Um, and we're just going to keep it going. So check that out. Uh, other than that, uh, I got nothing else. I'm ready for this episode to be over and to be done with this fucking movie. Yeah, me too. So, so let's all right. say goodbye to Doolittle. Let's say goodbye to Doolittle forever. We're going <laughs> to bury it uh, under a layer of concrete and forget it ever existed. So Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. All right. So, Randy, until next week, I'll see you later. Until next week. All right. See you later, Will.